Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to it. This is Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sangwe Uh Thank you so much for having us on. This is Cliff Central. The, we're about to have an hour and a bit of very interesting people, and that's what we do every single Friday at 9 a.m. So talking to someone who should be feeling kind of chilled and calmed because she's 16 years old and she's still in school but has just finished her finals, you know, you'd think, huh. Oh can finally breathe well she's now heading up for sunday where everything is going down she's a contestant on south africa's got talent and she's actually in the finale so let's just bear with her for a few seconds let's take this moment her name is isabella she's just finished finals you know that's a good thing for her done with school for a while but she's also kind of nervous and anxious so i'll be chatting to her in a little bit on the show because the thing's kind of interesting she's 16 years old and she's a ventriloquist now all i know about that is that you need to not move your lips around a bit and i have big lips and so like i wouldn't make a good ventriloquist because it's kind of obvious so to talk between your teeth is kind of a cool thing and i want to know you know what inspired her she's only 16 why why she got so interested in it as well um, all of that, you know, it will be a great, great chat with her. And then a little later on as well, I have to say, this is one of my favorite songs right now. Say what you will, but they're such a proudly South African act. And you cannot help but when the song comes on you just like it and you fall in love and you just want to move and since it's a Friday and yes I can do this even though I didn't want to do this right now heck why not it is Mikasa after all uh they've just come back with a new album it's called Home Sweet Home I'm not going to play the full thing but if you ever needed a reason just to get you into that Friday spirit how about a just a little couple seconds of this I never knew I was one of these guys Somehow the song makes me feel like I have Latino ancestors And just makes me want to dance and move a lot But anyway, <laughs> that's something for a little later on in the show But first off, Casper uh, Nyovest, we all know him He's a big rapper in South Africa And been doing amazing, amazing things um, I remember just a couple of months ago When he started off saying he wants to fill up the dome And that was the hashtag going around here then everyone I really thought, this is quite an admirable thing um, I will have to admit, not that I verbalized it But I was like, will a South African be able to do this. This is the dome in Johannesburg. It's 20,000 people. And as an 
up-and-coming rapper to have great ambitions like that. It's quite a big thing to go out there and claim. But this past weekend, he actually did make it happen. And I have to say kudos on him. It was absolutely incredible. I didn't get to go. So I was sitting at home just having FOMO galore, fear of missing out, just seeing what is happening on Twitter. And I actually have someone who was there, not just there, but got the opportunity to perform. And I feel oddly like a proud parent because this guy has been on my show before and we spoke about his journey and here he is now accomplishing great great things he goes by the name of Voogie Mr. Voogie how are you doing this morning? Yeah I'm good thanks and how are you my man? Listen I'm absolutely incredible you must be floating on cloud nine this is like your time (laughs) you have no idea I don't even know how to explain this right now yeah even seeing an insert on the Sowetan that just appeared there as well but yeah, wow. man, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited right now. It's a good time to be for Kizamini. All right, let's just backtrack a bit. You know, we all know Kaspar Nyoves. Like, how did yeah. you get in touch with him? Do you know him on a personal note, personal enough to call him Refilwe? Like, what, <laughs> what's the relationship <laughs> rep, between, rep. Yeah, between you and Kaspar? Um, look, um, I, I, I do motivational entertainment, as you know. So well, one of the things that I did was I recorded a video and I sent it to him. In fact, I just sent it on social media, you know, put it out on Twitter, put it out on Facebook, and it just went viral. It went really, really crazy. So from then on, I just received communication from one one of, or two, in fact, of his people mm-hmm. that communicated at the same time. And then I just ended up communicating with a guy called Dude. And yeah, from there, they just invited me, look, we'd like for you to do a two to five minute set of what you did uh in the video and I guess the rest is history. So it was clearly just a a big thing of you just following your passion and you making things happen for yourself. Exactly. I, I know exactly. In, in theory and principle it must be an exciting thing to be like, you know what, I'm young and up and coming, I'm being chosen on such a great platform. But when you arrive at the dome, I'm sure there was traffic and you now see the people and you see, you know, the queues. How did you feel mm. walking up <laughs> Man, knowing you me, have so to me, present so to these paint, people? Let me paint the picture for you. Yeah. So here I am, right? Because I, I, I was given cue and they told me that, all right, so he's going to go and he's going to do Rand and the Nairas and then that's when you'll know that, you, that, that, that you're almost up next, right? Yeah. So now he did Rand and the Nairas sort of differently because he did it all melodic and it was slow and whatnot. So I couldn't hear that it was Rand and the Nairas. Now, earlier on, I had met uh, Maps Maponyane and we had a great conversation with him. He ended up taking uh, my oh, numbers okay. and then he ended up calling me from backstage and I'm thinking, why is this guy calling me right now? I mean, Brushing shoulders with the right people, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And he calls me from backstage and he says, dude, you're, you're almost up. They're telling me they're looking for you and you're almost up. So I go backstage and run there, right? Because the song is almost over, so I need to go there. And when I get backstage, I see Maps is also walking up the stage with me. And he says, I want to see this for myself. Now, already, that's a lot of pressure. Wow. When, when someone like him says, I want to see this for myself, right? So while the song is still playing, while it's still going on, I'm trying to get my nerves out the way. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of semi-turning up at the back there, and I'm shaking it <laughs> off. Now, he says to me, it's time. So I see the the, the, the guy that, that, you know, the the person that's in charge of stage, you know, stage production. I see him, he goes and he puts the, the, the mic stand there and he gives me the nod. As I walk down the ramp onto the stage, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, 
You don't even know me, though. I don't. I don't understand what's going on. So, so now you were in your I rock mean, star element. That's all it is. Let me tell you something. I, I believe that too. Let, let's let's call it that, right? <laughs> let's call it that. And they start shouting, and I, I I was I was it was a wow moment for me. It was a wow moment for me. So I'm walking down, and then I get to the mic, and I just stand there and I look at them, and then I go and let's hear it for casting music. The rest. I guess it was just me getting my fan. Listen, I'm sure those two to five minutes must have flown by, like in a blink of an eye, really. You have, you have no idea. The one moment I'm walking down the ramp, the one moment I'm getting off. But that's pretty much it. Did it live up to your expectations, the performance overall? I, I think so. I really think that I gave it my all. You know, I gave it because I always give 110 percent, yeah. regardless. It's all. It's always. 100% on nothing. Just don't get on the stage if you're not going to give it your best. Had I been sick, I still would have given it 110%. So I, I think I did absolutely amazing, the best that I could do. Hence, you know, the love that I'm getting right now, which I really appreciate. What does a performance like this mean to you personally as someone who's been working on their dreams and their passion? And what do you think it means just for any other artist in South Africa going out there trying mm-hmm. to make things happen for themselves? Look, man, I think this this couldn't have been a greater start. This couldn't have been a greater start, you know. Um, having such a great platform, 2,000, well, 20,000 people, you know, screaming. They're not even screaming your name, but they're just screaming because they love what you do. You know, the first thing I would say is the one thing that you want to do as a performer is perfect your craft, man. Work really, really, really long hours if, it, if you have to, you know, on your craft. Just make sure that if it's delivery that you're working on, perfect that first. And then, you know, perfect your content, perfect your material. But be really, really good at, at what you do before you say that you are ready for the world to see you. You know, by the time that comes, then the, the world is ready to see absolutely amazing and nothing short of that, yeah. you know. So when, when these opportunities come, you, you're ready. You know, they, they, they find you ready to be a star if you're, an, if you're a performer, if I can put it like that, you know. So yeah. I, I think I, I have to, without a doubt, I have to thank Casper uh, Nuevez because he gave me this platform. I mean, he didn't even know me. He didn't even know whether or not I've spoken in front of uh, um, thousands of people before. For all he knew, I would have passed, I would have passed out. Exactly. You know? So he, he had belief in me, and I have to thank him for that. And, you know, I, I, I had to deliver. It was, it was beautiful. Well, listen, brother, all the best to you. I know that the whole, the concert overall was a roaring success. And I, I know now up. the next step is supposedly hashtag fill up the stadium. <laughs> I hope, I hope to be a part of that too. And I hope he does actually fill it up. So I, I cannot wait to see what's going to happen in the future. And most that definitely just for you. Us. All the best. And thank you so much for joining us on the show this thank morning. Thank you so much. And all the best with you as well. Awesome stuff. This is Untapped Talent. Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. So we're continuing the conversation right on Untapped Talent with myself, Sia Sanguinifin. And I'm really, a, I'm coming in this with an open mind. And I was about to say open arms, and that's too much of like a quote from a song. <laughs> so I'm talking to someone different. I've never had a ventriloquist on the show. And more than that, a 16-year-old multi-talented ventriloquist. Good morning, Isabella. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Okay, that's so good. I I don't want to be, you know, inappropriate or impolite. Do so I also have to greet Miss um, Jane? You know, she's also joining us. Do I call her a puppet? Does she have a name? Does she... 
Well, actually, I'm I'm the Miss Jane. Okay, um, okay. I'm, I'm the Isabella Jane, and this is my friend Rosie. Hello. Oh, oh okay. So Rosie's also here. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> so I, I just want to talk to Miss Jane first. Thank you, okay. Rosie. Thank you. Uh, is it Miss Jane slash Isabella? Where did it all start for you? You're only 16 years old now, but to get into ventriloquism, uh, where did that whole where did that all start for you? Well, I've always been a performer in performing-ishness um, since I was about five years old. I <laughs> That's started... a new word and I like it. Performing-ishness. Yes. <laughs> I started singing when I was five years old. Wow. Um, I entered the Astedford's um, essays got... Uh, oh, gosh, goodness me. That's a new competition. Yeah. <laughs> um, essay champs um, just for singing and just honing in my skills as a singer. Um, it's always what I've wanted to do. But then what happened was I was eight years old and being eight years old, I believed I could do anything and everything. Which so, is a good reason. Yes, <laughs> yes. You're eight years old. You're in grade two. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I was inspired when I was actually watching America's Got Talent, which is quite ironic. Yes. And I picked up a teddy bear. I said, okay, I'm going to do ventriloquism. It didn't work because my mouth opened. And the teddy bear's mouth didn't open. Yes. So that wasn't working out for us. I saved up my money. I bought myself a puppet, which is the same puppet I have now, Rosie. Mm-hmm. Um, she chilled in a closet for about three years. And when I was about 12 years old, I brought her out again. I practiced in the mirror. Um, eventually, my mouth stayed closed. Yes. And her mouth was constantly opening. And from that, a character was born. Now, how do you define ventriloquism? Ventriloquism is... Who? Ventriloquism is... Because, you know, we see a performance, we mm. see someone standing there, not necessarily moving their lips, but somehow a voice is coming out, which still to me is a bit of a mind flip. Mm. But to you, what is it? I think it's a, a bit of a one-man show. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it opens not only my mind, but I think it opens a, a viewer's mind as well. Um, you know, with me, I have, I have two characters in my head when I'm speaking. I have to speak as myself and then I have to speak as Rosie. And, oh, wow. yeah. you know, I, I think just opening my mind to that, it's, it's, it's an art. It really is. And I respect all the ventriloquists out there because it's, it's tough, yeah. you know, and I think it's really entertaining as well. Because, yeah, I, you aren't just a performer on stage mm. and to a certain extent, you need to be an actor. Mm. And more than that, you also have to have this comedic element to you because you're having essentially like this two-way, three-way conversation yeah. in some instances, and you have to just keep it going. So I think that's really, really big of you. And how how much training goes into something like this? I don't know for normal people in ventriloquists, <laughs> but for me personally, I taught myself. Um, I try to speak with her. To be honest, we do speak quite a bit when we're okay. alone. Uh, so it's a lot of like, okay, you don't sound crazy at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm here to understand. It's a lot of like late afternoons in your bedroom alone. Just talking. talking. You know, yeah. we have great conversations. It's all about, it's just practicing, concentrating to keep the two personalities going mm-hmm. while not swapping voices. And yeah. Yeah. All I know in terms of famous ventriloquists is like Jeff Dunham. Mm. And how is that, that ventriloquism world? Uh, can you really go out there and say, I'm just going to be a ventriloquist and you make a successful career out of it? Or is the case of like Jeff Dunham a very rare case? You know, I think um, ventriloquism isn't, you know, you say you're a singer, everyone knows what it is. You yeah. say you're an actress, everyone knows what it is. You say you're a ventriloquist, it's like, okay. What's, yeah, what's, what's that? What do you do exactly? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's quite a small craft at the moment, which is actually growing at the moment quite in the States quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think me personally, um, my dream is singing. So mm. what I do, I combine my ventriloquism and singing. So Got it. I'm trying to just create a new market 
to inspire people. Yeah, because you've done a lot in terms of theatre and acting yeah. as well. You know, you've been in The Jungle Book, Alice in Wonderland, The Little Mermaid, The Gingerbread Man 2, Sleeping Beauty. It's more like what haven't you done? <laughs> <laughs> so where do you see yourself going in the future? Like just encompassing all of these aspects or just being an actress or just being a performing or a recording artist rather? Uh, I think whatever I do in life, I, I want to make people feel something. I want to entertain. Um, I want to be performing. That's uh, awesome. Whether that's singing or ventriloquism and singing. Yeah. You know, I, I'm keen either way, but I, I never want to lose my singing because that's my passion and my love. That's incredible. So let's talk about this journey that you've been on, on South Africa's Got Talent. Firstly, you're 16 years old. Yeah. You're in the middle of school. What made you actually say, uh, you know what? I can do it. And you apply and sign in for the show. And did you have this expectation or vision of actually being right in the finale? You know what? Um, it's a big commitment. Oh yeah. Doing most SS definitely. Talent. You know, even if, even if I don't win, it's still a massive, it's been a big commitment for the last two months. I was actually on holiday. Um, and there were auditions. I'm like, hey, mom, hey, dad, I'm going to do this. <laughs> they agreed. On it. We all agreed. Yeah. Um, I went and I did it with Rosie and um, I got in. Then I realized why I actually wanted to do it in the first place. Because in that moment, it was just a spur of the moment, spontaneous idea. Yeah. But looking back now, I'm thinking, I realized that this is something I want to do. Uh-huh. Rosie is special. Um, she makes me happy. And now I found that she makes a lot of people happy. And that's, that's what I want to do with her. I want to yeah. entertain people and I want to give her and myself the biggest platform available. And that's SA's Got Talent. Yeah. Whether we win or lose, you know, it's, it's been amazing so far because in my heart and in my life, we've already won. Now, has Rosie had, have any diva tendencies, you know, now that she's seeing big stars and bright lights and I'm sure she doesn't just want to be carried in a case anymore. <laughs> you know, does she demand her own change room as well? <laughs> uh, she's, she's actually been really good on this journey. Um, I don't think well she's behaved. Yeah. You know, she, she's behaved really well. Um, I just don't think that she enjoys um, the fact that I do all the interviews and she just has to, you know, add in her little comments here and is there. Is there a bit of jealousy? There is a little mm. bit, but she understands that, you know, I'm, I'm the person in this relationship and, you know, I need to lead this. She, she gets that now. We had a few good talks about it. <laughs> got it. Totally got it. And there you were in the middle of the competition and you started, you know, juggling school and your exams and your finals, which is an amazing, amazing thing. Kudos you. on you for being able to juggle all of that. But what has the support been like from your family, your friends, and of course, the rest of South Africa as well, as they see in this competition? My family has been incredible. Um, I've had messages, you know, every day from my friends. Even my teachers just message me just saying good luck. And oh, that's you know, awesome. they're behind me. Um, also my church family has been incredible. Um, I've had the youth, you know, with me and, you know, talking about it and getting their friends to watch and vote. And it's, it's been amazing. The response on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram has just been really, it's, it's been overwhelming. Yeah. And incredible. That's incredible. Keeps really, me going. for lack of a better term. <laughs> Let's just think about Sunday for a few minutes. Sunday, the finale of South Africa's Got Talent, that is when you could walk off the stage as a winner with the prestigious title, as if that's not enough. It's half a million South African (laughs) rond. Can we, like, you know, Isabella, I know we've only known each other for a couple of minutes, but, you know, I think there's a connection between (laughs) us. And, you know, we could be the best of friends. And, you know, with friends, they say sharing is caring. So maybe if you don't know what to do with a couple of thousand (laughs) rond... No, I would like a little spruced up car or something or the other. <sighs> Have you spared some thoughts to what you'll actually do with like that money? 
Oh, you know, I've I've had to think about it now, and that's <laughs> I can help you budget, girl. <laughs> I will be on your side with that one. Yeah, no, it's uh to think about it. I'm 16 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an incredible thing. But um, to be honest with you, I've thought more about actually going forward with the title and what it is, rather than the money. Even though yeah. you're getting the money, that's. Yeah, that yeah. is not a bad thing. That's pretty cool. I would say that is not a bad thing at all. Yeah. yeah. But it's still a title. It's such an amazing platform yeah, to be able to walk on for the rest of the year and really for the rest of your life. Saying mm. at 16, you accomplished such a fantastic thing yeah. is really commendable. And really, I don't want to sound cliche, whether you lose, uh, whether you win, it really is amazing that you've come this far. So it's South Africa's Got Talent this Sunday on ETV or ETV HD at 6 p.m., right? Yes. And when does voting open? Voting lines open at 6 o'clock and close at 7.30. And then at 7.30, there is a live results show where the winner will be named. Okay. And so what do we do to vote for you? Um, voting for me would be um, after my performance, um, the number will show up on the screen. So it will be SMS Act blah, 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 to blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. This is kudos on you. Thank I can you. only wish you nothing but the best. And wherever you go, whether it's singing, whether it's acting, whether it's performing or carrying on with Miss Rosie herself, I, you know, it's kudos on you that you're doing such a great thing. And any message that you have to all of your supporters thus far? Um, guys, I, I love you. It's, you know, you have my team of believers behind me. Um, I couldn't have ever gotten this far without you. Um, all the love and support. From my friends, my family, even the people I don't know. Yeah. You guys, I love you. That's it. There we go. Like done, dusted, and simple. Thank you so much for stopping by this morning. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you to Miss Rosie as well. Thank you. <laughs> we'll take pictures galore and we'll definitely make sure that everybody gets to see her. Cool. There we go. This is Untapped Talent. Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold, we are one. Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com That's the new one from a young up-and-coming hip-hop artist from Hamanskral. His name is Hamika. He's a 25-year-old musician who started rapping at the age of 16. So since then, uh, Hamika, whose real name is actually Katlejo, has been performing as part of Skrali Boys. That's that's what they go by. Um, he grew up really in the art form and began performing at the local ciphers, at the state theater, and at the lo- with you know in terms of the local hip hop scene. He's been making a name for himself there, and he's really honed his craft by recording and performing with various local producers and artists. So when the music business wasn't what it looked like and wasn't really working out for him, he joined the rat race, and soon his charming demeanor and fast talking skills led to him becoming one of Sun International's VIP 
host. So this is absolutely incredible. Uh, this opportunity led for Hamek and his crew to really serve as the opening act at the Sun Carousel as well. So to date, he's opened the stage for various local artists, including Kulichan and Aifani, and he's recently teamed up with producing duo Hood Fame on his anthem about eventually making it into the industry. And that is why he is airborne. So he's joining me on the line this morning. Uh, good morning, Hamika. Good stuff. So we all just listened to Airborne and kudos on you. Now that we know the backstory, that it's all about you just trying to make a name for yourself and really being so persistent. First and foremost, congratulations. And secondly, how does it now feel when you have a produced uh, single and it's finally finished and you're getting your name out there? Oh, it's a blessing, eh? Yeah. The work that was put in to get the song done was so much that once you get once you get to release it, just makes a world of difference, you know. How long did it take to actually uh, get this whole song done and dusted and complete? Um, done and dusted, it took around about six months, actually. Oh wow! And yeah, how, and like, yeah. Um, like we had to put down the work, like getting the artist, getting the proper feel, and for everything to work out as it did now. Mm-hmm. It took like a whole six months to get it done. Yeah. And how's the reception been uh, in terms of the song so far? The reception, to tell you the truth, the releasing of today, it's, people are excited. There were, there were people wanting it to be released beforehand, before time, actually. You know, but right now... Yeah. Pardon? Uh-huh. Sorry? Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was allowing you to speak. There we go. <laughs> oh, all right, man. Um, look, the reception for it is actually what I'm going to find out today because I'm only, I've only uploaded it like at this morning, actually. So we can officially so, say that it was the exclusive premiere on Untapped Talent. Yes, it was. You are the very first person to play it on the radio airwaves. You are my exclusive man right now. Awesome stuff. Listen, I have to ask you, where does the name Hamika come from? Because your name is Katlejo. You know, your government name is Katlejo. My, my government name is Katlejo, but uh, Hamika came about in high school uh-huh. because I used to be one of those art, artists or entertainers that could do everything. Ah. So, so the actual meaning of Hamika is having anything made is known as. It was my way of finding self-belief in myself, you know, because, you know, having anything made, well, is what I do. In a very you know, modest way. I try everything. Yeah, in a very modest way, he says. <laughs> yeah. but it, it, <laughs> sorry, it, sorry, 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 sorry. It, it must be exciting to be in your shoes right now. What uh, is in the pipelines for Hamaker right now? And wh- what, what does the, the future pipeline? hold for him? Okay, right now in the pipelines, well, there's a music video on the way. Awesome. And there is a clothing line also on the way. Okay, and performances, okay. you know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to uplift my community as well through my music, you know. It's, it's, it's one of those things. Because where I'm from, music is not really seen as a career. Yeah. You know, or, or, or let, me, let me put it this way. Most of the art forms are not seen as careers. They're, they're seen as hobbies rather than something that someone can pursue on a full-time basis. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I'm just trying to be that positive message that would, let me say, persuade parents to see or show parents the other side yeah. well, of this industry that we're in. Listen, kudos on you, brother. And for you to be making such strides, uh, you know, opening for such acts like Kulichan and Aifani, good on you. And, you know, it's, the future is yours. Go on and go on with your bad self. <laughs> 
<laughs> thank you so much, dear man. But it's also it's a pleasure and it's an honor to actually be on your show. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And where can people get more information on you? Um, you can get them on my social media feeds via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Awesome. At, and your handles are? At, at Hamaka underscore SA. Fantastic stuff. All the best, eh? And keep on. Uh, thank you so much, man. Fantastic. And have a lovely one. This is Untapped Talent. Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com. All right, we're continuing with the conversations, and, I, and I'm loving today because I'm just talking to incredible people who are doing awesome stuff. I feel like I say that all the time, but for real, bear with me. Take a second. I am being honest. And I have an amazing guest sitting uh, across me right now. Oh, it was like, how do I introduce her? You know, I can read out her CV, and she's done awesome stuff, but she's bearing, she's bearing with my obsession, rather, uh, most recently. And I feel like, you know what, Courtney, like, bear with me here. This is okay. the best way I can introduce you. The, ah, yo, yo. <laughs> you see, I just feel like we can have. What do you think of a whole conversation, a whole interview? Just a dance conversation. Yeah. Cool. Like we, we can just dance it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It'll be silent ah, for a while, nice. and we'll know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before like we turn this into a dance scene party, unlike any other, Miss Courtney, thank you so much for joining me on the show this no, morning. Thank you for having me. Okay, we'll cut the song and then we'll have a dance party later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If people have not pieced all of this together, Courtney, mm. you are a professional dancer. Yes. More than that, can I call you a B-girl? Yeah, is that yeah. the term? Yes. That okay. <laughs> B-girl, that's, I, I feel nice and cool yeah, and yeah. down with people like that. <laughs> and who's recently just starred in Mikasa's new music video for Chocolate. Yeah. Uh, before we get into your career, et cetera, et cetera, I want to talk about the music video and your starring in it. Mm. How did you go, go about landing a role in it? Did you have to audition? No, um, I kind of just got the call. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you see, like, this, <laughs> this is when you know you've made it. When you do not audition, you get yeah, called. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, so, so I got the call. Um, I've known the guys for a while. I've never worked with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just being in the space that I have been, I've worked with a lot of the, like different artists. So I've seen them at a, around. We've done a few gigs together. Uh-huh. Um, and it was very random. I got the call and I, I just heard like, Jay wants you on this. So I was like, what is this that we're wow. talking about? Like, you know, are we eloping? What are we talking about? Because <laughs> I'm so, down yeah, with that. I'm down. <laughs> Jay wants to marry me. Let's go. Yeah. You know, so so yeah, I got the call. Um and yeah, we shot it three days later and that was really all it was, you know, it was it's a really cool video. Um it's basically a spin of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Um obviously Mikasa and the Chocolate Factory, you know. Yes. Um and the dancers, there's four different crews who have been brought in and given the opportunity to to be members of this factory for life and yes. you know it's this amazing place so so basically i'm part of one of the four crews that are there to compete mm-hmm. um and yeah i think just doing the style that i do it, it tends to stand out a bit more um and yeah i kind of just was the one rolling around on the floor <laughs> yeah. that's that's how you describe your dance. that's dancing. what it was yeah. just <laughs> just wherever it look for the girl just, on yeah. the floor just moving around that's awesome stuff that's it, yeah are you, are you from durban originally yes okay why you see i like this connection because I'm, I'm also from durban okay okay whereabouts in durban uh durban north oh what, red what, hill to be exact which high school did you go to northlands don't mm. tell me you went to northlands no, too no <laughs> No, I I hold West Boys High School. Oh, I'm a Westville boy, okay. like through and, and we through. We used to beat all the Westville girls in all the sports. Um, it's not about yes. that. Let's, you know, those are Moving things. Along, it's fine. Yeah, we those are things of the past. Like, wounds. why I did I have to you. bring that up? <laughs> Goodness. And so, did you start uh, in the dance scene in Durban as well? Um, yeah. So I've been in Joburg now two and a half, almost three years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I made the move because I kind of just felt, you know, as much as I love Durban and it's home and everything else, there's only so much I can do there. And especially dance being the kind of career it is. Yeah. It's not something that you can be like, hey, are you doing a wedding today? Cool, let me perform. Exactly. Hey, are you, and your, you know what your I mean? style it's very, of dancing yeah, especially as well. Especially the style that I do. Um, naturally, it's cut me off from a lot of opportunities because I'm not going to be the girl in the video with the shorts shaking and doing these things exactly. you know yeah. one i suppose your viewers will also die if they had to see that <laughs> so, so i'm saving myself and everyone else um so yeah when i made the movie it was kind of just i need something new i can yeah. either be like you know a biggish fish in a small pond my whole life or i can kind of just chase something bigger than me you know so when i was in durban i kind of started dancing by mistake um like yeah. how as in just a social dancer or no do you, were like uh, were the even, classes okay, or? so so background being, I was a gymnast from six or seven. I got my SA colors at seven. Up. So then I went into soccer for a bit, and then I was doing kickboxing for about five years. So I've always done like really weird, odd things. What and haven't then, you done? Soccer, kickboxing, gymnast. Rep- yeah. what? And that, that, but that's I need really. To sort but out when my I life. did those things, I was very. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? You know? <laughs> what have I done? I was in the I chess club. I was also club. a professional chess player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I genuinely Playing was in the chess the club for like two weeks. Really? Okay. Yeah, and I was like, I'm well, not I smart enough for this. No, <laughs> I, I respect those people yeah. who stayed. Because <laughs> I couldn't even do you that. Couldn't make no. It. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, yeah, man. So, but whenever I was doing one of those things, I was very into them. Um, yeah. So I didn't really have a. I don't want to say I didn't have a childhood, but I was very focused at a young age. I, you just I had a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think my parents were just like, what can we do with her? Send her there, you know, send her there. Or, you know. So the dancing thing kind of happened just by chance. And um, I just, I think just seeing it around, I liked doing, it looked very cool. I was mm-hmm. like, why? And there's only boys doing this stuff. Why can't yeah. I do this stuff, you know? Um, and then by 15, um, I was part of this Bollywood show. Don't even ask. Um, okay. So choreographing and leading in that show. <laughs> it, it is Durban, yeah, so we yes, can expect exactly. that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So that's, <laughs> and then it kind of just happened. And um, I think from grade 11, matric, I was kind of like, I would go to different venues in Durban, like the small child being like, hey, can I put on a show for you? Do it for free and you will see the next time I promise you yeah. will have me back. So you just and wanted by, to perform yeah, for anyone who was willing. Yeah, I was just like, let willing. me do this thing, yeah. you know, and also getting the whole, but you're a dancer, this isn't a career, what are you actually doing, you know? And within a couple months, I was being booked at most of the clubs. Uh, firstly, I wasn't even old enough to be there, you know. But <laughs> Did you have to lie I about think, your age at any no, point? No, no, but I was I was there to work, yeah. really, so, which is even worse than a child worker in the club, you know? <laughs> Like double negatives there. Exactly. exactly. But I mean, within no time, I was contracted to Sanko's Casino and like, yeah, just a lot of cool things came from that initial, let me push myself into this field. So yeah. That's, that's cool. It. And how was the scene in Durban, you know, when you were trying to make a name for yourself as a dancer? Uh, well, I think um, the dance industry in general is very small. So in Durban, you can imagine it's even worse. Um, it's, not, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but if you want to make a career out of it, it's, re- it's really difficult. Um, Scene-wise, in terms of the dancers, there's very few. Um, in terms of the work, there's only a handful of things. I mean, you can do a fashion show. You yeah. can do um, the opening of an event. You can Like, there's very few things that you can do and once and you've I done s- all those that's yeah. pretty much it and know? i assume more than that even fewer girls of course yes actually being b girls yeah so yeah. there's maybe about four or five in the country that i can think of you know <laughs> four or five in the entire country in the country that i can think of well, and that's me being extravagant but all so, i'm saying <laughs> is nobody can tell you a thing because you at least say you can say like listen i'm in the top five okay you know, at least <laughs> 
What number ballerina are you? Four and a half. It doesn't matter. I'm still there. You know. You're in the top five. I mean, that, that's your new one line. Yeah, yeah, in your yeah. bio, I feel like that's what you should say. Uh, and then when did you decide to move to Joburg though? Um, so it came at a stage where I just started dancing for Toya Delazy. Um, and we oh, were. Oh, she's so cool. She, it was amazing at the time. Like she was probably the biggest artist in the country mm-hmm. and we were traveling, traveling a hell of a lot. So, um, me being in Durban, the rest of the team was in Joburg. It made no sense. Like if there was gigs in Joburg, I must be the one flying up, you know. Yeah. And then it, it just became a bit of a hassle. And also, it was at a stage where I was like, no, I want something more. They're like, Durban, love you, thanks, bye. Yeah. You know, like yeah. so. So I made the move. No, I have um, the same agreement as well. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. you know, I'd love you, <laughs> love you enough to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I love you from a distance. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so that was it. So I was with Toya for about a year, um, and in that time, like a lot of cool things happened. Where I stepped away from her and. Um, Kind of opened myself up to a lot of a lot more things. So, the most recent thing now I choreograph for the Les as well. Um, I've worked with everyone from like Kuli Chana to Reason wow. to uh, like AKA Burner Boy. Like I've done most of like whether it's the shows, whether it's the MTV's Channel O's, mm-hmm. um, Idols, Top Billing, whatever. Like I've yes, choreographed most of these things. You have so, them all, Papa. You, know? you have them all. Because number four and a half, I have to be. <laughs> You have to, I be, have that to be there. Yeah, yeah. You have to be worth it right there. Yeah, let's just talk about some of the big things yeah. or projects you've been associated or worked mm-hmm. on. For you, what are the standout ones? I would probably say the latest Celsius campaigns. Um, I got to Hold up that those. whole campaign yep. and they're like, Hi. the guy goes around into no, like... No, so... Oh, okay. Okay, so Celsius is pretty amazing at the moment. There's literally like four different ads running at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I would like to know that I budget. Would also, yeah. Well, <laughs> four and a half is where we start. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you want to give us an exclusive? This might be sure. it for me. Yeah. I don't know if they pay me enough for that. <laughs> but, but so they just had, um, there was a campaign with, um, a lot of dancing. It was very urban. So there was cars spinning and then there was one where we were just dancing in the streets. Um, so I got to choreograph those. I got to kind of advise, uh, creatively on those. Wow. So you could say, like, you could say, I think this would work well if there's a car the in the air. And it was yeah. going to be there, you know? So, wow. <laughs> so yeah, so that was, um, a standout one for me. How much f- creative freedom do you get? You know, in in a project like that, does everything you say go, or do they no, sometimes say, say "Hold up, we if, don't if need a tiger in a tutu"? Is, no, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> they cut me down on that. I was oh, kind of hoping for the tiger, but I didn't get it. So, <laughs> so with that, it's kind of you know, there's obviously a a storyboard to the whole thing. There's there's an agency directing it and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I would come in as you know from the side of okay, so we need dancing to happen here. Which angle do you see it happening uh, from? What are the moves you think would relate? And you've also got to think of okay, for somebody watching this, you know, as a beagle, I can make someone do head spins, but it's not necessarily going to relate to someone you know who's sixty sitting on a couch and going, what is this yeah, person doing? Yeah, with a collared button up yeah, shirt, exactly. exactly. So, so so from my point of view, it's just having the understanding and the know how for. How is this performance going to work best? How is it going to read best on camera? Um, who's performing it the best? Yeah, all those yeah. basic kind of things. <laughs> no, I totally get it. And I feel like that must be so liberating. Mm. You're still so young and you're getting onto set. You're like, la, 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 like, <laughs> I call the shots Just around here. Yeah. <laughs> what is, is that liberating or more intimidating to know that there are big wigs? I'd wigs say at there. first you're like, whoa, whoa, I, am I ready? Am I not? And then I kind of think you just got to dive. You know, I think from the beginning of my career, it's kind of been a fast track process. Like, I'd like to think that, you know, six months you'll do this. 
the next eight you'll do this. But for me, it's kind of happened at such a pace where I'm just going with the flow. I can't mm-hmm. stop myself. If, if industry thinks I'm ready, then hey, I'm ready, you know? Yeah. And then also I've got to learn, and it was a big thing for me to not doubt myself or not want to be involved because you're scared. Like, what is someone going to think? What is, you yeah. know? So I think it's kind of just being sure if it's something you love doing, you really just got to do it. And yeah. it's either going to be good or bad. And hey, I think it was okay. I'd <laughs> like to know, how do you base your, not necessarily talent, but how do you base how you're progressing and how good you are when you are an artist? Because it's it's that one performance mm-hmm. that can be absolutely memorable and everybody starts talking about you. Or when you get criticism, how can you not take that personally? You know, it's such a weird thing because I feel, and more more lately I've been putting out a lot more work, whether it's just me messing around in studio or whatever, just because before I was a bit of a perfectionist in a sense where I'd be like, no, I'm not putting this out until I feel my hair was in the wrong place, like, you know? Wow. And I'm just getting to a place where I'm like, you know what, not everything is going to be that level all the time but does that mean i shouldn't put things out there and the craziest thing is no matter how good your work is there mm-hmm. will be sixty thousand comments of like this is the most amazing thing and then that one person exactly. that is like what are you doing and isn't Why it weird it will be that one comment that one. you take and then in. you sit with that exactly and actually yesterday like i put a new i put some new footage up yesterday loved it everyone was like yeah 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 and then one person i don't what did she even say i can't even remember but like it sat with me for a while mm-hmm and I'd actually sit and, and think to myself, like, what are you even acknowledging this for? But why, why should they even matter right now? That, yeah. that let one person say really one weird thing to you, and that's the thing you take home. Forget the others that are, like, rooting for you. Praises it's it's just all. one of those things, you know. But I think as time goes on, you just got to learn to develop a, a tough skin. And I think that's why a lot of artists are so standoffish. People are just like, oh, but why is he so, you know, he's, why is he so hard all the time? He's not friendly because yeah. people make them this way. It's, it's, not it's the nature of be, the industry. You're on exactly. a stage, you, you're in a place where people just judge you for a living. That is literally it. My whole career is based on whether you think I'm good or not. What? Girl, you are preaching to the choir. <laughs> you are preaching you know, to the so, choir. So, so how, <laughs> where, where do you get your motivation from then? Because when you know how, how do you try how good you are how naturally gifted you are you'll still be judged and you'll still get those naysayers some people not just because you aren't good at dancing just because, just because they, you know yeah, don't like her hair <laughs> wow, she just annoys me it's tuesday to, yeah i know like i, th- I think I, th- I have to kind of step back and i'm not saying that i don't ever have those moments where i'm just like i'm not doing this anymore mm-hmm. i give up let me just go back to let me go work behind the desk you know yeah i'm like maybe go back to mom <laughs> but um <laughs> but i think i just get to a place where i'm like this is what i want to do so i can either look at it in one of two ways mm-hmm. you are always like this person whoever that person is that yeah. you know hating on whoever you're hating on everyone at some point i could be a librarian you're still gonna hate on me for something yes. maybe i put the They'll say you don't like the a card in the wrong place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my eyeshadow was the you know <laughs> so i feel there's haters everywhere in every field no matter what you do so do i step back and i not be the person i want to be because i'm scared of you uh-huh. or do i kind of just go for it and get over you you know along the way and that's just really my thought process like for me i don't see myself doing anything else like yes I, i'm still studying and there's a lot of areas that i i want to be involved in and i'm pushing myself into but 
It's really This is my life At the end of the yeah. day Regardless of what you I mean if my mother Was still like What are you doing And I could You know Push on Why is someone That I don't even know Why do you have so much say Or control over my emotions Who really shouldn't matter Yeah And who doesn't matter Exactly Full stop You, know, you, you want my page At the end of the day If you, you do not You my stuff Exactly <laughs> If you do not pay my bills You know You're wasting your data on me So And we know Data is a struggle yes, So Data is expensive We know Trust Best believe We exactly. know What are you studying by the way Become Okay Yeah and marketing and management Oh that that's like Way away from I like know. Any sort of artistic field Or whatnot. Yeah, Was it important I'm, for you to Get your foundation elsewhere as well Um, I wouldn't say that Because I was put in A lot of positions Where it was like Do I write this exam Or do I go perform at the summers And wow. I chose the summers You know so <laughs> So um so it's clear it's clear <laughs> so to see where your heart lies. It's important, but that being said, um you need to go out there and push. I'm I'm very like I need the the mental stimulation, you know. I get as you said I have way too much energy. So <laughs> so if I can't be dancing all day, I need to be involved with something else, you know. Yeah. So I study really just for I want to say the background or or Something to fall, to fall back, back on. on. I yeah. want to say that, but I also don't think I'll ever need it. I think if you really believe in something exactly. or you work hard enough, you're not going to need it. But my family seems to think otherwise. So, you know, here I am. Hey, well, I'll listen. Have it next week. <laughs> you are all over the place. You're making big moves for yourself. So they must just understand <laughs> where you relax. are. Yeah, they must just. <laughs> and if I'm ever broke, they must welcome me back home. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> That's what family's for. <laughs> That's really exactly. what family is for. <laughs> you, you've you worked on such amazing projects. You've worked with such amazing people, you know, all these amazing collaborations. Is there still someone, you know, let's just look in South Africa because yeah. if we go out into the world, yeah, yeah, we'll be on and on forever. <laughs> in, in South Africa, is there still someone you're like, oh, I would love to just choreograph a piece to your song or I'd love to choreograph this opening ceremony for mm. this company. Who's it for you? Who's still on your list? Hmm. I yeah, don't know. You know, it's very difficult to say because I, I've ticked off a lot of the boxes, to be honest. Yeah, um, you've done the layers, you've done AKA, you've done Kulichana. Sure. Um, Reason. Uh, sure, there's been a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Tara Day. Tomorrow Day. Ooh, Tara. Tara yeah, Day. But yeah, Tara Day. Um, there, there's been a lot, and I've been very lucky in that sense. But I think for me, I'm moving into a different space where, you know, Working with artists is really cool. Like, obviously, it really is. Um, but I'm moving into more of a, a campaign space. I uh -huh. think for where it's something um, something I've always wanted to do. Um, like, I've got a couple projects lined up where it's, it's weird. There's 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 a fashion one coming up. There's an eyewear thing coming up. Like, it's it's very odd. And now I, hold I'm up. Ten, when you get a brief like. Courtney, we want you to promote our eyewear. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, <do> you... <laughs> if, if they're saying we want to give you a range in our eyewear, then it's a different conversation. Oh, okay. So yeah. I thought like maybe this but, is I mean, an eyewear said... company coming in to say like we have 30 second CV Stuff. commercial yeah, and we so, need something about it. Okay. So that be, like with that, firstly, not even a lot of brands can afford ads in this country as, as <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really And then yeah, here, that Chelsea's company comes with... <laughs> Fireworks and you know, ships. How crazy and was cars. that? It exactly. was madness. So, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I think we just threw shade I know. at every, every corporate outfit. But it's the truth. Where are the okay, ads? Yeah, These things we'll are expensive, yeah. you know? Um, and if anything, it does me an injustice because you're taking work away from me when I could be done. <laughs> if you had money to make an ad, I could be dancing in it, you know? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm officially so done. So we threw shade on ourselves more than yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, man. I just think it's a different space. Um, choreography is great. It's obviously it's where my passion is, and it's, yeah. it's what I do the most. Um, speaking of corporates, like most of my work is corporate. Like as much as the the Vuzu launches and all that is amazing, mm-hmm. I love that. But most of my work is corporate. So like, I choreographed the launch of the new GTI. Um, I choreographed for international motor show like little things like those are corporates that you won't necessarily see on tv or you know things like that but we'll see the rewards in your bank accounts you know you're complaining girl (laughs) don't worry girl i got you i got you loud and clear (laughs) 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 thank you so much for stopping by this morning yeah absolutely (laughs) incredible where can we catch up with you uh facebook twitter instagram at courtney paul or Courtney underscore Paul. Yeah. Um, and it's C-O-U-R-T-N-A-E. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. Nice and short and simple. And weird. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not weird. It's unique. Thank you. There we okay. go. That's <laughs> unique. Thanks. Unique. You're, you're, unique. Un- yeah. <laughs> you're so, so incredible. What a fun time having you in studio. Thank you. More especially to all of my guests as well. All the best for them. And more than that, thank you for listening. We do this every single Friday from 9am right here on cliffcentral.com. My name is Sia. And I'll see ya. Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com.